0: the no-no's. <laughs> Welcome
1: whoa, to the pain whoa, whoa, room. No. <laughs> <laughs> hang, on. hang on. <laughs> uh,
0: No, I'm just joking. This is Zenkai Boost, the show you know and love. Uh, and my name is Max Newland. I'm Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hillrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. Hello? And, uh... Hey! <laughs> <hi Blaine. laughs>
1: Hello? Hey. Hello? Sorry, I, everyone went silent for a couple <laughs> seconds there. Sorry.
0: It's okay. No, we did the whole intro. You, You just sort of Oh, I, okay, okay. You went you went into the sunken place while we did the intro, and that's... We just gotta deal with that. That's fine. I guess much like Goku, I blacked out for a bit. <laughs> much like Goku, Blaine was unconscious for a moment. Let's hope that, unlike Goku, um, he's not suffering Goose- any
2: brain damage.
0: That we know of, hey. That we're aware of. Um. Anyway, this is the show where we were watching review Dragon Ball Z Kai, um which is more fun some days than it is other days.
3: <laughs> yeah, it ebbs and flows. I don't know.
0: I still I still enjoyed this episode, guys. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy this episode. This um, episode
2: had unenjoyable moments. I yes. will say
0: this episode took me to some uncomfortable places and uh, I had some uncomfortable <laughs> memories. Uh and, and let's get let's get into it. Uh first can I say I think having Someone who is actually good at singing might make this intro song worse. Yes. Actually, it,
2: <laughs> it really is, uh, t- to borrow the phrase shining a turd, I, I mean, it really, like,
3: the lyrics are more <laughs> clear and understandable, but it, that makes
2: it so much worse and, like, cringier, if you know what I mean.
3: It makes it, it, it now you can clearly hear where the lyrics in some places don't fit the melody. Oh, like they were, they have to, yeah, like, because
0: it was written in Japanese and singing Japanese and singing English are very different. There's a lot more vowels in (laughs) Japanese than there are in English for one thing. Like, twice as many, for sure. Do you think they use that in the Dragon Ball Z Kai, the final chapters? This thing that we've consigned... Because this thing we've consigned our yeah, listeners to. Yeah, this going to be
3: the rest of our lives. Suffering I know, through this. I know for a fact that the intro for Dragon Ball Z Kai, the final chapters, is different. I still, uh, uh, as I mentioned in, uh, in an earlier episode, I still have not watched any of it, and so I don't know what it is. But you can confirm...
2: Not- through the next few arcs, it is going to be the same. Um,
3: If I remember correctly, it is the, it is the same. All oh, boy. All, all the way up through the end of the song. Fantastic! Huh.
0: It's kind of like the song that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friends. Um, This is episode 15. Pin your hopes on the... Am I getting this right? It's, Goku on the Goku ropes. Goku on the ropes. <laughs> Pin, Pin your, your hopes on <laughs> the spirit bomb. Hopes
2: and ropes. They're doing a little bit of uh, midpoint rhyming here.
0: Sort of internal rhyme, like some Emily on some Emily Dickinson shit.
2: And this episode is a little bit Emily Dickinson, as, as in kind of depressing at some point. Those
0: are really direct inspiration <laughs> uh, for
3: this story arc, actually.
0: Do you remember that series that Emily Dickinson wrote about all the people she would crush to death <laughs> if she turned into a giant <laughs> monkey? It's a classic. Um, so, this episode contains a lot of my more like hard, challenging memories uh, as a child. Um, one of the, the fir- this thing starts right, like, literally exactly where the last one left off. Goku, Vegeta's rushing Goku. Goku needs 10 seconds. Um, Goku's like, come on, give me 10 Lie. fucking seconds here, dude. So it's he's crazy. So he stares at the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh shit, yeah, bright things are bad. And he gets the idea to use the, uh, t- solar flare right? technique. Yeah. He trademarks he, it, yeah. so
1: he he makes sure to let them know. He does, he, t- he does, does cite his sources. He, he puts a
0: footnote on he there. does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it... So, so my question here is, like, does this mean Goku is like just very good at figuring out how this stuff works, or did Tien teach him this at some point?
3: It would have had to. It would have had to have been off screen. Now, Tien used it on him before.
0: Do you think Goku's just like that kind of? Do you think they're going for the like battle savant archetype, where he just sort of figures that guess, kind of thing out? I guess so. Really good? I guess
3: he's just really. It good. It seems like that's his type. Then again, he doesn't really. This the, the, he doesn't really steal a lot of other attacks. Like it's mainly that and the Kamehameha.
0: He's well. He's like Rain Man, except with <laughs> like beams instead of TV schedules. I'm I'm trying to recall,
1: but Krillin can also do it too. So maybe it's just like entry level. Yeah, that's
0: a, that's one of the moves that becomes like everybody's bag. It's a pretty good move. On. No, it's great. I feel like everyone should have it. It seems like a pretty simple technique. Yeah, you just make a bright light in their face. And he uses this bright light to create an opening uh, to escape a little bit. And he... So well, he flies away with... Well, what? escape in quotation marks. <laughs> yes, He sort of flies you. maybe like a quarter mile away. And I love your- And then stands... Uh,
3: Vegeta is yelling, my eyes! My
2: eyes! <laughs> and, like screaming about how much pain he's in and how awful it is. I mean, he does...
3: He takes the solar flare point blank, which that, that has to feel pretty bad.
0: Do you think it's like those, like those military flashlights that look like they should have recoil? <laughs>
3: you know yeah. what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know it looks like laser beams. It's got to be like, it's like flashing sunlight in your eyes, but up close. Like, it's like this, he should, like, Vegeta Goku- Vegeta didn't buy the writing exc- eclipse glasses. <laughs> Vegeta, should,
0: Vegeta should have to wear glasses from now on. <laughs> Man, that's what the, he gets in contacts. Space contacts. Um, I want to know, so Goku
3: flies, and when he, he, when he stops, he says, I think I've put enough distance between us. I don't. Uh, I disagree. He says this while standing out in the open. It directly in Vegeta's line of sight. Can't you see Vegeta in the like, background?
0: I yeah, know. The, the shot yes, is you structured. Absolutely, you absolutely can. They're, t- They're both in the fucking frame. He's Yes,
3: he's temporarily blind, but maybe try hiding.
0: <laughs> Cause, because, because as is the first thing he's gonna see when he is able to see again is you standing there with your arms in the air. Like, idiot! It's it's, it's not a <laughs> difficult concept.
1: All right, all right. I, I have a question for you guys that will lead uh, that I want to ask that will come back to this. When he starts charging the spirit bomb, as viewers, we get to see, like, the shift between different environmental planes, and we see, like, the white balls of energy. And my question is, do you think that that's something everyone can see, or is that just for us
2: to see?
0: Blaine, I honestly had that thought while I was watching this episode. Because... How can you hide with that?
2: Yeah, and keep in mind, this is coming from every living being on the planet. So you, like a regular human living in this world, would see a white ball of energy fly out of your chest. And it's like, how do you not follow that? <laughs>
0: Guess I'm dead.
2: Did somebody, <laughs> did somebody steal my soul? It's <laughs> just the
0: entire oh, world is it's in panic. panic. That crazy Goku kid's gathering my energy again. I I think that probably it's like illustrated for us, the viewer. Um, but, but I'm not certain because there is a scene with Yajirobe where he's watching Goku do this and I can't remember whether Yajirobe remarks on what's going on or not because we can see the, I don't think he does. In fact, he says something about whatever
3: he's doing, like, okay, so So that would
0: seem to prove it then that we, that probably only Goku can discern what's going and we, the viewer, of course, can discern what's going on.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that that would be my guess too. I wanna know. Because that also, would make it hard to hide, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd make it really, really hard. <laughs> right when right when Goku uh starts the spirit bomb when he's doing his little his little chant, uh it really sounds like he's about to start like a Disney style musical number <laughs> <Just> break down <laughs> into songs. <laughs>
0: How <laughs> that Dragon Ball Z really took a hard left turn at episode 15. It was pretty weird that I didn't expect it to become a musical. That's when the writer strike hit.
1: <laughs> Poor Vegeta, blind and has to listen to that.
0: So after uh, after Goku standing here like a sitting duck for a little while, um, he sort of starts to glow with this kind of kind of interesting effect, um, and he says that he's pretty much ready to he's pretty much ready to go with it, um, but that's pretty much the exact time that vegeta recovers his sight and f- and sees goku motionless and glowing
1: <laughs> does does he actually really even distance. look around is he just like just turns slightly oh there he you
3: turns are. all he does is turn around uh vegeta where'd he go oh oh right there i, I want to say a couple things uh while while vegeta still can't see he's he's yelling and threatening goku he says I can that it would be pointless to run because he can smell Goku's fear from halfway across the globe. And if he can do that, then why did being able, why did not being able to see stop him?
2: (laughs) I also like during this, um, Vegeta calls Goku both arrogant and impotent in the same breath.
0: (laughs) Holy shit. God. (laughs) That's
2: kind
1: of wild. You guys know about
0: projection, right?
2: Yeah.
3: That's like the majority oh, some... of this
1: is just him projecting on others.
3: And second, uh when when Vegeta turns around and spots uh Goku, Goku says, "He found me." And <laughs> he didn't he didn't find you. You're standing out in you. the open. All he
0: had to do was turn around. <laughs> oh man. And so Vegeta is smarter you know, then Goku. So he 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 immediately figures out what to do in this situation, which is shoot a beam at Goku. So he shoots a laser from, from his, his mouth, mouth at Goku.
3: Big old mouth laser. Just Love it.
0: Goku doesn't really have enough time to, to huck the spirit bomb at Vegeta uh, before the rock he's standing on explodes. And it kind of looks like the spirit bomb just is gone now.
3: Yeah, it really seems that way. Goku gets absolutely wrecked. Yeah, whole, if he does the whole surrounding area, normal enormous radius around him, gets completely leveled.
1: I feel like with this episode, and uh, Max, you and I were talking, or Newland, you and I were talking a little bit before. This just about kind of like what we remember. I feel like watching a spirit bomb char- like charge takes an eternity. Goku uh, like thinks it's a fucking it, episode. And, like and Goku, episode. Goku says it takes ten seconds, and at this point, it kind of felt like it still took like an hour. But I mean, what are your it guys' took feels about this? A couple minutes.
3: I mean, the reality is it it happened very quickly.
0: Yeah. Any estimation of time in Dragon Ball Z, though, because I'm so used to... Like, I grew up with the original Funimation dub w- that was full of filler and, like, had a weird pacing. So any mention of a length of time makes me, like, chuckle a little bit. Because I will always, always, always remember the ultimatum issued at the end of the Frieza arc... The famous five minutes that lasted like fucking 30 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, I think the issue is that Toriyama kind of plays any time, any amount of time, pretty fast and loose. And I think he's given himself a really convenient out here in, in a scene that happened near the beginning of the Saiyan arc where Gohan has to learn to watch them fight because they move so fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this gives us a lot of a lot of wiggle room to say, well, oh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 to to us, that five minutes would have just been five minutes, but to them, you know, they were moving so fast. They're, fighting they just at exist such a level. on a
2: different plane of time than us, essentially. Like They're,
0: uh, They are like hummingbirds. They have ascended.
2: Exactly, yeah. Which would actually make be really interesting to watch from our time, you know, just to see them zipping around.
0: Goku just wants nectar. Like, imagine somebody... <laughs> Imagine
3: somebody going on a hike out in these mountains and unable to see anything that's that's happening around them and just suddenly being completely de- just destroyed.
0: Boy that like, that that little guy's hair is really weird. I I don't want to live in their universe. Why oh, is no. that tiny man screaming about eugenics? <laughs> <laughs> So Goku drops the fucking spirit bomb, and he's spent completely. Like he's there's he he has absolutely nothing left. He's given up. Yeah, he's Um, resigned himself to death completely. Which I mean, I gotta. I mean, if I was in his position, I probably would at the same time. Um, And Vegeta is ready to end it, but he also wants to have some fun. In, In quotations,
3: Goku dodges one attack, but then gets just literally slapped out
0: of the air. Yeah, that's, that's pretty hard to watch, but if you thought that was hard to watch... Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yep. So this is, like, the most upsetting thing I can remember as a child, like, watching. And I'm this is, once again, I gotta, like... When I was a kid, my parents would watch the stuff that I watched with me. Just rather than, like, banning me from watching things they thought seemed objectionable, they just wanted to be like, we're gonna be here in the room with you, so if you have questions or whatever. That's
3: cool.
0: Um, I'm pretty sure this was more disturbing to them than to me, because I was like seven watching <laughs> watching this. Vegeta jumps up in the air and crushes Goku's legs. Right yeah, there were some on, unpleasant right on sounds. top of his fucking legs. Like, how, how much do you think this boy weighs? Like, rough estimate here. We're talking about like a, a dozen tons or more. Yeah, easily, yeah. Right? several elephants. Uh, abso- absolutely. He's a heavy boy. And he gets a good jump, too. So he just crushes Goku's legs, just flat. And the noise that Sean Shemmel made in the studio for that, i really got to give him a lot of congratulations because it's so upsetting. <laughs> Ugh, it
2: really sounds like it hurts.
0: All of the noises hereafter, as because Vegeta's not done with him. You best believe Vegeta's not done. All of the noises Schemmel makes from this point on are just like extremely commendable because... I don't know how he kept it up, and where, what place inside of him he summoned these sounds from.
1: I cannot think <laughs> um, of an anime that has as like brutal a screams as Goku uh,
0: does. In there's that. a lot of screaming in anime, Honestly, but there's so that's, sh-
3: that's a that, you're, Let's do. A
0: hey, w- w- here's what we should do: is we should find a, an anime scream compilation <laughs> on YouTube
2: i guarantee there's like 30 of those there's like (laughs) the fact that i've thought
0: of it it's like that one rule where you know what i mean Uh, Uh, yeah yeah if if it exists if you can think of a of a youtube poop someone has made that youtube poop for a thousand percent oh
2: yeah it's a youtube sewer out there
1: well i started typing in anime screams and the first thing is anime screams of pain enter
0: Jesus Christ, are you serious?
1: Yep, best anime screams.
0: (laughs) Google just no scoped us really good.
2: That exists. Uh, This one, and here, I just found one too. It says um, uh, anime uh, scream compilation, and then in parentheses it says no masturbating, please. I don't know what that (laughs) is.
0: This one, oh, oh look, look, oh, this one, this one I found is a, is screaming anime compilation, two thousand nine to two thousand sixteen. It's four hours long. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's I'm joke. That last one was a joke. I was just oh, trying. No. To... See, oh no, that was I legitimately. I, I
3: believed you in my <laughs> heart. <laughs> I, my I heart, said that it wasn't here. that outlandish. With every it's not... <laughs> fiber of my being.
0: Um, shit. So, so we're 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 avoiding the subject of Goku. Um, yeah, it's very upsetting. Oh, his legs are his legs are done. He d- he does get a very cool moment though. Uh, Vegeta's about to kill him with his index finger. What? <laughs> Ow! When Goku decides he he's gonna just spit on him basically, and he shoots one of his eyes out with a laser beam. <laughs> that was that's a pretty great moment. That's a good shot. <laughs> It's really, really
3: funny, actually. Really good parting <laughs> shot. And
0: He's... Goku's like, yeah, I'm totally gonna die, but that was worth it. <laughs> just,
3: it would only have been better if v- if Goku
0: had been giving him the finger. <laughs> or if he had actually said, worth it. <laughs> the actual line is, I don't have the strength, to so lift, lift a finger, so just do what you're gonna do to me. <laughs> and
3: Vegeta's... Vegeta's even more pissed that there's a scar on his face now.
0: Yeah, that's that's what he that's where he goes is how dare you do how dare you scar my face. <laughs> so Vegeta's just like straight up the villain of a 90s movie. Absolutely. And just like in most arc, villains
2: in 90s movies, he picks up the protagonist and begins to try to squeeze him to death.
3: <laughs>
0: yes, my favorite part of Die Hard. <laughs> Um, he starts squeezing, and they do some really good, and by good I mean viscerally upsetting foley work on the bones.
3: Like, he wants to crush Goku in his hands, and ultimately, like, when you consider the physical ramifications of that, that's kind of gross. Yeah, Not signing up for that.
2: Vegeta calls out, he says, like, something akin to, can you hear that sound? It's the sound of your bones breaking.
1: (laughs) He also tells him- "He's He's going to crush him like a grape, and I was just amazed because I didn't know there were, like, space grapes.
0: Yeah, where did
2: he get that reference
0: point? <laughs> so here's here's the further weirdness about that. The Saiyans are all named after fruits and vegetables.
2: <laughs> so they might have known somebody. He's Every like, Saiyan yeah, name like this, is a, is a vegetable.
0: People. I'm going to crush you like a grape. My old friend who tried to kill me one time, and so I crushed him. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Uncle Grape. Uncle Grape. Um So next, what happens next is Yadurobi kind of justifies to himself not psyching, getting
3: involved. Psyching himself up to wuss out.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, has, he has to psych himself up to wuss out. And he what he says is, um, you know, I gotta look out for number one. There's nothing I could really do here. Um, which I guess is kind of true. I mean, he's not wrong but he's still being kind of a a shithead
2: and it's Uh, right after this we get to my least favorite moment of the episode uh which is goku's very long yelling face when he gets squeezed too hard by vegeta
0: (laughs) Vegeta kind of redoubles his squeezing effort
2: and we get this just super upsetting you know
3: moment
0: out of context it's really fucking funny to look at
3: oh it's a hilarious image (laughs) Goku's mouth in context it's like, like whoa he's...
0: This I think this is something that Toriyama does a lot in this early stuff that seems to have gone away almost entirely in like Super and in the new movies which is the the sort of like exaggeration of facial stuff in this way you know what i mean cuz he opens his mouth like it his his head his skull you can see like the, all the way down his mouth and throat <laughs> <laughs> and like every single one Very of his teeth weird. is being touched directly by the light from the sun. <laughs> he looks like Goku looks I'm looking at it right now. He looks like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> and Vegeta's getting some of that sweet tart delicious Pez candy. What does Pez taste like? Has have any of y'all ever had that shit?
2: Oh man, yeah. I've I've eaten thousands of Pez. Oh yeah. There
0: has to be it a
3: Goku Pez dispenser, right? Almost certainly I would be shocked if there wasn't somewhere.
0: Um as Yajirobi is preparing is psyching himself up to get the hell out Krillin and Gohan arrive. And Krillin has a
3: moment where he he recognizes the great ape uh from back when Goku transformed at the World Tournament in Dragon Ball.
0: Now here's my question. He t- he tells Gohan to look away. He says don't look Gohan. And <laughs> Is he saying that because he doesn't want Gohan to transform, or he doesn't want Gohan to witness his father being brutally murdered very slowly?
3: Oh, oh that's not ah, good. Jeez. Um, I guess
0: just ponder that. Probably a, f- a
3: little column A, a little
0: column B. <laughs> Por qué no los dos? Um, it's very upsetting. Uh, as we as we repeatedly mention. Uh, so they f- they hatch a plan because obviously Goku is in is up shit's creek. There's and nothing he can by do. By the
2: way, Krillin hatches this plan. I do want to give props to him. He's being real Krillin smart. Krillin is this super
3: arc.
0: fucking smart in this yeah.
2: arc.
3: They they well, Gohan and Krillin go in stealth mode, and then immediately get <laughs> jump scared by Yajirobe. So <laughs> <laughs> it's at
0: low power um, level. So the plan is that. They're gonna cut. They're gonna get as close to Vegeta as they can, and they're gonna cut his tail off. That's Krillin's plan. Um, then, then we get the ad bumper, and we when we come back to ad bumper from the ad bumper, there's no screaming anymore, which is a bad sign. Um, and they sort of they sort of launch their plan, uh, but Vegeta notices. He's he's already detected them a little bit. Like he can hear them skittering around, and so when Gohan pops up. And he starts distracting Vegeta. Vegeta's talking a big, talking a bunch of yay about how he's gonna kill Goku right in front of him. Oh, it's not gonna be any fun because he's unconscious now. <laughs> um, Fucked up. And meanwhile, Krillin is behind him, and he gets a Kiemzon ready, and he tosses in it, it. Looks like it's gonna work, and then Vegeta just does a little boop. He just does a little. <laughs> <hot>. Just jumps. <laughs> that jump over is it. so funny. It's he's <laughs> just
3: so delicate. Like he doesn't even really try, and and it almost hits
0: Gohan. Yeah, he almost killed. <laughs> that was almost a
2: bad tragedy.
0: <laughs> um, and so Vegeta says uh, a great line here, which is, "I hope for your sake you didn't expect me to fall for that stupid trick." <laughs> he's he's pretty mad about this, but he's also having a good time now that the tables have turned. Um, and now the plan is uh, kill these two little idiots uh, because they they have become they're on his radar now yeah so yeah and
2: what happens is he goes over to go hit uh to go murder gohan uh and then krillin tries to save gohan and gets fucked up and just gets completely knocked out
0: <laughs> super fucked up by the way like his arm is useless right now he's like dragging it vegeta's having a super good time gloating uh getting ready to- oh he's loving it this is like the, the high point of his day so far and then a genuinely,
2: absolutely surprising thing happens.
0: Out of <laughs> fucking nowhere. If, if I had not watched Dragon Ball Z, if I had not grown up with Dragon Ball Z, there is no way in hell you could have convinced me Yajirobe would be the one to cut Vegeta's tail off in this moment.
2: Out That's just not him. Out what the of
0: fuck?
3: fucking nowhere. Vegeta, we just see this look of horror on Vegeta's face. And we cut down to the stump of his giant tail uh, falling off and see Yadrobi soaring through the sky with a katana in his hands.
0: With inc- Can I say? Incredibly uh, agile looking in this moment. Like the Wait, jumpy- but he
2: defeats that because he jumps into a like Scooby-Doo <laughs> style right. whoop, like running off the side <laughs> of the screen. What's
0: his line here? That's Is s- his line here, you guys got it from here or something like yeah. that? Yeah, something came yeah, to like that. Like that something like that it's
1: like his mission was accomplished
3: yeah that's all i have to do bye this this was his uh he was the key item for this this particular story event all i learned from that you moment bad ending. all i learned
1: was who needs to train you can just be super fat jump super high and you can defeat anyone with super high powers in a tail
0: how can i ask how strong is yajirobe
1: i don't think he's i mean he's i think not he's not very strong i gotta be honest
2: I think he's just one of the like I said he he is secretly kind of powerful, but more than that he's just the only guy who owns a fucking sword.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like it's it's so beyond the scope of any sort of reasoning that you would cut something with a big disk of energy. None of them had a yeah, knife. Just
0: bring a f- <laughs> hey cool 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 you can throw this you can throw that big disc of energy cool i have a sharp piece of metal <laughs> that i practice a lot with oh man um so that's it for for great ape vegeta he they actually did completely defeat him in that moment well not defeat defeat but like you know uh Next. he's in utter disbelief and he drops Goku before he starts shrinking. Is Goku okay? I don't, <laughs> think Goku, no, I, think, I don't think Goku was
3: okay either way. He's just less okay now. <laughs>
0: um, He says a phrase here that... Oh, man, Krillin... <laughs> reading back over my notes. Krillin says, we did it! <laughs> oh my god just, it's kind oh of my early god. to celebrate and he says we just... cut him down to size hooray
3: hooray <laughs> he's he's overwhelmingly stronger than us by a smaller amount
0: <laughs> hooray victory is is now a hundred to one instead of a million to one um and vegeta's line here is something that blaine and i were talking about before the uh before the show started oh
1: um um, oh my god, shoot. Let me find it. I gotta go look over my notes.
0: Cut all this out. Blaine. Sorry! Oh. Selling me up the river.
1: Where is it? Oh yeah, your torment will be legendary.
0: Oof. Oh man. <laughs> I think he's grasping at straws at this point.
3: He's, he's real, real mad.
2: I also did want to note one thing real quick, which was, uh, I thought it was kind of neat that not only did he not have his tail when he reverted back into his regular Saiyan form, but his eye was still fucked up.
0: Mm-hmm. Those seem to be the only injuries that, well, he didn't really get hurt. Yeah, as the big there's nothing
2: else so. that happened to him.
0: <laughs> he was he was very good at, at his job during that uh, episode and a half. Uh, so Vegeta decides that he needs to now prove to them that he's a big strong man. And he does this by beating up a child. Immediately. <laughs> yep. Beeline for the five-year-old. <laughs> and he gives him a really nasty gut punch, um, sort of akin to one the one he got from Goku. And as he's doing
3: this, he tells Gohan that he has heard Saiyan half-breeds are tenacious. And I'm just like, where has he heard this?
2: He like... even says, show me some half-breed nerve.
1: I don't know. I mean they have space grapes, so I guess half breeds did exist prior.
3: Yeah, like like what's the history of this? I'm really curious. Saiyans are horny. That's the history.
0: I mean they might just be. Goku Goku has brain injury, so there's that. <laughs> what if there was like I'm saying I'm saying that's not why he's not constantly horny all the time. I don't think Goku's <laughs> even knows what that word means. No, Goku wouldn't understand that.
2: Goku but doesn't it, know how he had a child. <laughs> yeah. Goku has a child. <laughs> he,
0: the child just appeared one day. Chi-Chi was in a bad mood for about three quarters of a year, and then there was a child.
1: There. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. I'm glad we don't have those episodes, like the
0: pregnancy episodes. God. I mean, I'm so glad the series started where it started and not, like, screaming baby Gohan. on. <laughs>
2: No, we we kind of still also. got Screaming Baby Gohan. Yeah, we did. we did. Is that not where we started? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hey, guys. Man. Guys, this
1: has been a surprisingly funny, but really, really, like, meaningful episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this is how weird. Do you mean? I'm not, how do you
3: mean meaningful? I don't think I do know what no. you mean. You mean painful? Well, painful,
0: yes. Thank you. Painful. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Goku's plan so so Krillin decides to step in to try and save Gohan um but he gets fucking jobbed on really hard just (laughs) smacked away and uh Vegeta keeps talking talking to Gohan like come on come on trying to egg him on and he headbutts him and it leaves a really bad mark and that's very hard uh to think about uh they really like doing stuff to people's foreheads in this arc.
2: that's where well that's where the brain lives
0: that's that is where the brain lives. <laughs> you would never know it from talking to Goku. Um, Vegeta decides that he's going to make this all very dramatic. Uh, he throws Goku, well, he he throws Gohan down to where Goku is, and he announces to everyone uh, that that there is a line, and he has decided on the order of everyone's death, and that order is Goku, Gohan, Krillin, Yajirobe. And when Yajirobe hears this, he is immediately freaked out because he assumed that Vegeta had already forgotten about him. I just like
1: that Yajirobe's <laughs> name to Vegeta is the fat man.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I mean, that's... I also like
2: here that Vegeta says that by killing the father and then the son, uh, it's like poetry, and I don't know that it is. <laughs> Saiyan's very weird poetry. poetry it's uh, very violent poetry.
3: <laughs> it's, it's notoriously bad. It's th- th- known throughout the universe for its severe lack of
0: quality. <laughs> so Goku is, is awake now, by the way. He woke up. Um, and his plan is for Gohan to distract Vegeta while uh, Krillin... Is the one to do, to finish him off, and, and
2: Gohan does not want to do this. Gohan
0: says he can't move, which I would trust because he did just fall thirty feet after getting his after getting probably a, a pretty bad concussion. Well,
2: as we're about to find out, no, he's just whining.
3: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is a tremendous amount of pressure to place on a child, but 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 <laughs> but Goku decides that the best way to do it is by guilting him into it. I uh, hey, would Piccolo dead dead want dead? you to do this? <laughs> my head canon
1: throughout all of this is that Goku's just lying to him. <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> like, I think he is just head trying to get
1: his... is Goku's just like, ah, shit, we're out of ideas. You, you try now. Come uh, on,
0: fuck him up. Come on, Gohan. <laughs> you're my son, uh, do uh, it. Uh, 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 don't let Piccolo down or whatever. I don't know. You like that guy, right? That guy was cool <laughs> to you to Goku's credit this does work and it does get Gohan to sort of go on the offensive.
2: He comes out of his fighting shell.
0: Yeah, Vegeta and coming Ve- out of my shell and I've been doing just fine. Yeah, Vegeta comes down and beats on Goku for a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, that part sucks because they're about to have a like a touching father-son moment like Goku's like reaching for Gohan. This is what to, pushes to,
2: Gohan to get
0: up. Yeah, and Vegeta just lands on Goku with his knee. Ugh. Kicks him in the face and then starts kicking him in the ribs, talking about what a, what a what a what a you know what a mud blood he is. And Gohan actually keeps Vegeta busy for a little bit.
3: Actually hits him several times. Yeah, Gohan powers up and gets some good hits on on Vegeta. At one point he elbows Vegeta right in his damaged eye.
0: Yeah, that uh, part owned. He's been that been was hit a three good, times.
3: That was a good hit. That was super good. While this
0: is going on, Goku uh, waves Krillin over and they discuss the actual plan, uh, which Gohan didn't want to tell, which Goku didn't want to tell Gohan about because Gohan is too young. Even though he's (laughs) going to see it. So he just has him go fight the dangerous Power Man. And I
3: want to say, this sets a a, a weird tone for this conversation (laughs) already.
0: So Goku's plan is, so it turns out at the beginning of the episode, he didn't actually drop The whole spirit bomb. He was only holding half of it in his hand. What? Is that a thing you can do? Like, why was he only holding half of it? This never, ever, ever comes up again.
2: Either he was being strategic, or he had only, like, molded it halfway into the ball that he needed it to be.
3: I guess, yeah, he just didn't really, he he didn't have time to really finish it. He just tried, he tried to react to, to Vegeta's beam, but it
0: didn't work. So he sort of he tells Krillin to grab his hand so that they can so he can give him the spirit bomb. Just grab my hand
3: and trust me. That's <laughs> there's there's I, our episode title. A
0: lot
2: of questions at this point too.
3: Yeah, he is. Krillin's... Well, the child is being murdered. Wait a minute, I'm still lost here. Hang on, I need some more exposition, Goku. <laughs> hey,
0: Krillin, it's a it's a. You know how we all do big beams? I have one. Take it. <laughs> Everyone does beams. Just. Um, one part of this that I thought was really funny is when Go is when Krillin takes Goku's arm, Goku sort of shouts in pain. And then Krillin says, Why didn't you tell me you broke your arm? Fucking look at him. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you broken. And he grabs Look at this man. He grabs that
3: arm pretty hard. He is not being careful.
0: Do you think there is anywhere on this man's body you could touch him and not make him scream really loudly? I what I had down here is that Goku gives Krillin spirit bomb 101. <laughs> how the damn thing works. (laughs) That's great. Uh, Which is, and it's very good that Krillin gets it when he does because the tables are starting to turn in Vegeta's favor up there, like Gohan's wearing down a little bit.
2: Vegeta calls him a filthy child. (laughs) (laughs) He loves the word filthy.
0: He's a big fan of it. Goku sort of like tells Krillin that he has to focus on the spirit bomb appearing just above his hand. And it transforms for the first time from the sort of ephemeral shimmering white... Um, you know, After Effect into the actual spherical sort of egg-looking uh, Genkidama that we're all familiar with now as as regular watchers of the show.
3: Yeah, the, the the form that we will see it take from from here onward.
0: And so the stakes are established. Krillin absolutely must score a direct hit on his first try. A three-pointer or, or is fucked. Which is immediately
1: yes. followed up by the announcer saying, Will Krillin hit Vegeta with a spirit bomb on his first
2: try? Uh, I know, on his first <laughs> try.
3: Even Even the narrator doubts Krillin. Can this little runt actually pull it off? I don't My know. My money's on I Vegeta. I don't know, guys. Next this time. This seems pretty rough. You might wanna You might
0: wanna hedge your bets. <laughs> I signed a contract for two full seasons, so I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen next time. But yeah, that's the end of the episode, which there's a there's like a law that Dragon Ball Z Kai episodes have to end on really frustrating cliffhangers. But the exchange is we get this lovely like fucking oil painting of Krillin, Gohan and Vegeta. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All
2: three of them in different sections of the screen. It, we're really gearing up, you guys. Get excited!
3: Ooh, Here it is. And it's then they the, play the
0: really hypey music.
3: It's the climax, and uh, episode uh, th- episode fifteen of Kai ends in uh, roughly the same place as episode thirty three of Z, or maybe in like the first
0: like ten seconds of episode thirty four. So we didn't really cut much out from this chunk of the story. There wasn't actually a whole lot removed cuz last episode ended episode 14 ended at the same place as episode 32. So
3: so yeah, we're 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 moving at a fairly even pace through this section of the fight. This is pretty dense.
2: There's a you lot know. going on.
0: There is a lot going on. Um and I mean this is
3: this is Definitely, like this is the the climax and the most important part of the the arc. Yeah, so. they're
0: absolutely setting up. Like they they kind of had to put all leave all of this in so they could set up what's going to happen next, uh, which is going to be really fun. And I'm actually, guys, when we complete our first arc, we should throw a fucking party or something. We gotta oh, do yeah. something. Oh Got
3: we absolutely have to do something. Arc party. I think we should do
0: like a... I, I, I think was it Blaine that had the idea to do like a post mortem on the whole an arc, arc recap as like one episode yeah yeah i think that would be a great idea um that but would before be fun. before we get into that we gotta we gotta unpack this episode and talk about our favorite moments from it
3: uh well mine is definitely uh Yajirobe cutting fajita's tail off uh very very good moment uh Yajirobe pulling some some enormous uh enormous uh helpfulness out of his out of his ass uh vegeta's uh freaking out uh this is his absolute <laughs> worst day on record ever
2: um... <laughs> uh i'll go next mine was kind of a, i don't know maybe a small moment uh but my favorite moment of this episode was when uh goku actually transfers his half of the spirit bomb to krillin um it's this moment uh, right around then and krillin's holding it and he he generates this iconic spirit bomb i don't know that moment in this episode just really resonated with me
1: um for me i just really enjoyed vegeta's line your torment will be legendary like it just got a slight like, chuckle out, out of line. me it was I mean, a really a good, solid it's a good threat
0: line. it's a good, good such threat. A... Vegeta's such an edge lord, guys. <laughs> um, I'm actually really torn between the moment Kevin brought up and the moment Max brought up because I also think, um, just when the look on Vegeta's face, there's a sound that plays, and I'm not certain if it's like a sound effect or if it's part of a um, part of a musical track. But there's this sort of like thing, like this very like ethereal ringing noise in the background huh it's it's good just go back and go back and watch it it's something that got used a lot in anime back in the 90s um to illustrate like whoa that cool thing just happened whoa and now i know what you're talking about yeah it took me back um but that moment with where the spirit bomb first appears is where i i had sort of mentally checked out a little bit to be honest with you guys while vegeta and gohan were fighting because it I don't know. It just felt like, uh, yeah, Gohan's hidden power. Here we go. He's gonna. Oh well, no, he can't quite do it, can he? Uh, and then the the spirit bomb kind of woke me up out of that. Like when when I saw Krillin holding it, because I was like, oh shit, this is ending. Like this is it now. Um, but I yeah, think
2: we we're we're in, we're in it.
0: I think what I actually want to give it to though is, uh, Vegeta getting his tail chopped off. Because it is such a massive change in the, uh, it to the conditions under which we are fighting now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I go with that. Yeah, I'm not I'd married agree. to
2: mine. I can agree to that. It was it was definitely the the biggest moment of this episode.
0: And yeah, cool. So there we go. We got that. Does it beat? Um, what's the what's the funny joke name we came up with for when the, <laughs> the bees touch? Of does it beat when the, is, it, is it better than when the beams touch? I don't think so, personally. No, I think nah. I prefer the touching beams. This show's going to have to put some elbow grease in if it really wants to beat that. Because that was phenomenal.
2: It really was. When those two beams ran into each other and just, like, they're, they're pulsating, sort of just throbbing energy. The, the, the Did you whole, have to use it, the It's word. just a powerful moment
1: the what the two
0: there's Thurab. one there's one context in which i like to hear that and it's it, when we're talking about the health of one's human beating heart but even then it's kind of gross this Thurab. joke's not very good you don't have to let me finish it god somebody please <laughs> throw me a fucking life preserver someone <laughs> I gotta say,
2: one of the upsetting things about um, about our favorite moments is that it's, it's causing me now to have to like. I feel dirty every time we do this podcast a little bit, and I do feel like I need to just just scrub and, and keep scrubbing to get the, just the, clean. the badness off.
0: Just clean yourself. <laughs> so this episode went in a weird place. Um, do you, can we can we mention the the weird thing that happened to us? all of us together.
2: What weird thing are you talking about?
0: I just want to say thanks to Seth for sending in this letter that's just very strange.
3: Seth! Seth, my man. (laughs) I love
0: Seth. It's a weird letter, but hey, thanks. I'm glad you like us. I'm glad we make you happy, my man. And yeah, thank you for, for listening. We really appreciate that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for spreading. What's up, Kakarot's Bane?
2: Yeah, it's a good Facebook group. Go join mm-hmm. that, that stuff, man.
0: Also, I mean, like Zenkai Booster Dragon Ball Z Kai Fancast on Facebook also, you know. That's a good way. Well, of course, yes.
2: Those. Yeah, like our shit.
3: Yes, yeah, like us on Facebook, please. Uh, subscribe <laughs> on iTunes. Uh, give us a rating.
0: Yeah, man, if you actually want to help us out, then, then a rating on iTunes is a great way to do that. Um, since it will actually... Help people. It'll like help the search engine find us better. And I picked a name with very very bad SEO. So any help we can get there is very very appreciated. Uh, our, our 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 logo was designed by Elizabeth kostrak You can find that's, her.
2: That's my little sister.
0: That's 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 Mac, the other Max's little sister. And it's she's at ElizabethKostak.tumblr.com. Am I right? Or it's is just
2: kostrak.tumblr.com Okay. You can find her at Kostrak.com.
0: K-O-S-T-R-A-C-H.
2: Oh, you're a true friend. You know how to spell my last
3: name. Yeah, what's (laughs) up,
0: bud? Do you remember when we tried to convince everyone there was a silent F?
3: That was one of my favorite things that we ever did. It wasn't silent,
0: though. You guys, we all... We We did actually say it.
2: And the thing is... It was Kostrak.
0: I said we tried to convince people. There were a lot of people who actually believed it. A lot of people believed it. I think the I think the reason people bought it is because they put it, you put it on Facebook and ever yeah, people fucking believe anything.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Facebook is how you convince anybody of anything.
0: I fucking I set my birthday to April first for the longest goddamn time, and <laughs> like nobody questioned it. I just got lots <laughs> and lots of happy birthdays on April first. Oh you sweet. <laughs> sweet friends, such nice yeah, exactly. kids. Anyway, that's Zenka. Do you guys want to end the podcast?
2: Yeah, do we have anything else to plug? I think we're good.
0: I think we're no, good. I think, I um, think you're right. Friedrich Hobbitler is the man, the myth, the legend who recorded the cover of uh the Super Saiyan 3 theme that we use. Uh, you can find him on YouTube. His last name is spelled H A B E T L E R. I've realized I've never spelled his name on the show which is bad so sorry Friedrich sorry Fried I wonder if he li- I wonder if that fool's listening right now I hey, hope Friedrich, so Friedrich send us an email uh, if you're listening and and hey even if you're not Friedrich send us an email if you're listening it's Podcast at gmail.com alright let's wrap this bad boy up um, I'm Max Newland
1: <laughs> I'm Blaine Corliss
0: I'm Kevin Hillrick. and I'm Max Kostrak and remember power levels don't matter nor do say in caste systems apparently